Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Damn it, you did it! I was gonna do that, you motherfucker! I know, I figured since you were actually doing the actual song for the first time ever, that one of us needed to pick up the trend of bursting into a Mario theme. I was so close to being like, okay, after the dun 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 dun, I was gonna go dun 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 and you beat me to it, and that's the one that I do. It just means it just means that we're on the same brainwave. We're New Year, we're taking each other's bits. I love we're, it. We're, um, as they say in the Star Trek world, which is apropos for a Star Wars episode. Set we, phasers to fun. We are mind-melded. <laughs> no. Mind-melded. Like a Vulcan mind-meld. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Q. Wait, did our minds just meld in a way that created two additional voices? Oh, my God, they did. Did you hear that? <laughs> Little did you know that when mind-mind melds, it creates a female. <laughs> I, I think I followed that. A really that. raspy I said when one. my mind melds, it creates a female. You said it created another voice, and this one is a, a female. And it sounds like yours does the same thing, so I don't it, understand your confusion. You know, uh, neither do I. <laughs> so let's welcome our other guests, because clearly people know that they exist now, because they've, they've been heard Made noise on an audible medium. Exactly. <laughs> How dare you! Uh, so, luckily, we have... The, the whole ama- High Five crew is here, guys. That's how special Star Wars is. In full effect, we've got Amanda and... Hello. And Haley. Hello, I'm taking a bow. Uh, that yes, everybody- does not work on a podcast, <laughs> yes, Haley. Yes, it does. I know. Sure I does. told you to them. prep her correctly. I'm no. sorry. I just no. taught her the same way you do podcasts. <laughs> with very oh. animated very, with my hands. Exactly. Yes. Very visual uh, motions. But I'm just telling them what I'm also doing. So what most close. people don't know is that I also sign the entire time we're doing a podcast. He does. None of it's accurate. No. But, it's, <laughs> but he does make lots, <laughs> lots of very vibrant hand motions. <laughs> Well, that, like you think you know sign language, but, but you're just you making it up. Right, as you never go. learned sign language. <laughs> it's well, kind no, of it's, like when Joey I'm is speaking, speaking French. Well, no, it's like no. you're speaking Joey. Uh, you're doing your French accent, like on Friends, where he's just like. Right, and the guy on the tape says, "I'm doing a great job." Exactly. That's and that. Coincidentally enough, is how you learn sign language from an audio tape. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and then move your thumb up, and then move your left pinky to the side. And you're that like, means bathroom. Right. You're doing this. <laughs> I guess it does. Up and down, bathroom. Uh, well, I, I don't know why everyone keeps punching me when I go to sign language conventions. <laughs> it's ve- Turns out the deaf, very violent. And very sensitive. <laughs> very sensitive. 
Well, when you yell at them a lot, well, they don't yeah, like that. Apparently, as I'm doing right now. Exactly. Um, so, hey, speaking oh. of things to do with our hands, should we put them all together in the fabled four high five? Yes. That the four five. The four, <laughs> we're going to do five. a four five. You ready? All right. One, One, two, three. three four, five. four five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. All right, and we back. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> all of our hands exploded. So okay. we all, we no, all no, much. Joey cannot sign anymore. Much like many of the Skywalker family, we all only have one hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. There is so much that hand is. trauma in Star Wars, and, and I'm think get, it's a, you would think it's a well, David Lynch film. Dangerous, okay? Lightsabers are dangerous, and that's why I mean, Kylo yeah. Ren has a hilt, and he should always have a hilt. It's brilliant. But did anybody notice that his hilt is also made out of the dangerous part of a lightsaber? Yes. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> ask a question about that. Why? One slip up, and your fucking fingers cool. are You on. just, like, accidentally, like, put a thumb up, <laughs> and when you're holding it, you lose it. <laughs> I mean... It's you, true. It does make it more dangerous. I would say, okay, the hilted li lightsaber, not not a beginner lightsaber. While I'll just put cool, that out there. Not practical. But okay. also, it's it like has the little training. metal bits at the top, like right where your hand would be and your knuckles. There's those little metal bits. The lightsaber is only at the end. That's for that's for stabbing people on, uh, it's not Dathomir. Where was he in the beginning of uh, Rise of Skywalker? Um, I don't know. You just way nerded super harder than I can no, ever it's, go. Um, it's the it's the planet that Darth Vader or the Anakin Skywalker dies on, and then uh -huh. he builds his lava castle on. Don't know. Whatever. He stabbed <laughs> people at the beginning of that movie on that planet with the hilt of that sword. I believe cool. you. Yes, that is. I mean, visually, very very cool. Very Practicality cool. wise, there's problem. Mm, there's problems. <laughs> there's inherent issues in the system. Speaking of inherent issues in the system, last episode we talked about the prequel trilogy. Yes. And, and now, this, this to episode. start the new year in a fresh way, we have brought together everybody to talk about our love of Star Wars post-prequel trilogy. Yes, that is so freaking true. Now, here's the deal. Let's, let's Joey, you and I at length have talked about our history with the Star Wars franchise, yes. our loves, our ups, our downs. Um, but I'm not sure that the listeners know kind of where Amanda and Haley fall on the spectrum of star fan, if you will. So, Amanda, would you grace us with your kind of history and background with the Star Wars films? Imagine that you're doing a scroll. So I'm going to get you started. Dun, dun, dun. Episode Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time of peace in the galaxy. Yeah. The Amanda speak. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out not a lot of happens oh <laughs> in, in Amanda's film. I can't, like, I honestly can't talk when he's sitting here doing these little animated when I'm motions. Making... You guys, just, you listeners, you just don't understand all the things that this man said. We're just teasing to you that we should record, we should video record all this, but guess what? We're never gonna. <laughs> never, you're never, never. You're no. never gonna get to see this. what we look like when we're I doing this. I do like this. to do background music on a constant basis around everyone's house. That's, That's true. Ridiculous. That's okay. All right, Amanda, take it away. Okay, but uh, um, I mean, I, I remember the first time I saw a Star Wars movie. Ooh, which one? Uh, it was. 
It was Empire Strikes Back. That nice. was the first mm. one that I saw. Strange order. Go ahead. I, well, okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I was like in second or third grade. Got okay. it. Okay. My brother had come for a visit. Love those older brothers. he brought this movie. Older brothers are so good for Star Wars. That like, was the, That's the one regret of my life is I don't have an older brother that could have introduced yeah. me to Star Wars well, earlier. Okay, so he brought his Super Nintendo for me to play, nice. and he brought these Star Wars movies. It's a cool-ass brother. Yeah, I love my brother. Um, but he, So he was like, I really want you to watch these movies with me. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. S- <laughs> Star Wars, what is this? I'm a preteen girl. Yes, what? <laughs> you know. So, But I sat down, and I started watching this, and I just fell in love like i mean empire strikes back was just i don't know just from the opening scene on hoth you know the the at-at's and well just, at that time I, let me ask oh, had i was you, like what are these things had you ever understand. seen any like sci-fi at that time or was it kind of like alien planets mechanical no, monsters at that time in my life laser my, swords my whole world revolved around like my Little Pony and <laughs> <laughs> and like Littlest Pet Shop toys and like I mean I was a little girl you know like was this yesterday? Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> no, the last couple episodes that you were on, we did talk about My Little Pony. <laughs> I mean, that's true. And, you know what? And that was y'all's idea. I just yeah, that's that true. Out. That's also and true. we talked about it while playing with Littlest Pet Shop toys. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but that was just you, and I never understood why. That is true. Because they're but, cool. But no, I, I I mean, I had never even heard of Star Wars. I didn't know anything about it. And then my brother brought these movies down and I, and I watched them and I just, I did. I fell in love. I fell in love with the characters and I didn't, I mean, like I said, I was in second or third grade, sure. so I didn't quite understand, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. The feelings that were going yeah, through like, your body I mean, at the, the time. The adult <laughs> themes and like. The adult feelings that you had. Yeah. Right. I mean, for Han Solo. I just was like, this was. And like, Chewbacca. So, oh, yeah. But yeah. Han Solo like became my hero, you know. like Sure. But yeah, so I mean, that, that was my yeah. first introduction to Star Wars was Empire Strikes Back. My brother brought the movie down. We watched it. And then we watched Return of the Jedi. And it just, and, and. Is from there. From there. And then you were I like, mean, yeah. man, turns out this story doesn't tell where Luke Skywalker came from. And then I begged my mother from. for Star Wars toys, and she never bought them for me. And I... Rude? I rude. I, I hate rude. that for you. I know. I know. She just... She never yeah. got it. Well, turns out you ended up marrying a guy who never got rid of his Star Wars toys. <laughs> and now I we have, have them. them. So, you, so you have them by default. And we play with Tee. them quite frequently. It all came full circle. <laughs> life's life's funny that way, isn't it? Right. It's almost we're like a we're like a dyad, but it doesn't suck. It's almost like a circle of life. Oh, a you flat know? circle. A time is An no. That's time. Circle? Time is a flat circle. Mm. Mm. Uh, so Haley, what was your first <laughs> long time ago? A very long, long time ago. In so a galaxy in far, far away. Yes. Yes, actually. You may think it's the future, but it's actually a long time ago. Long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, uh-huh. called Goodlettsville. Goodlettsville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I and a, a long, year, long time a ago, year ago. A year, one year ago, one year ago. Wait, are you really yeah. that new to it, Haley? I knew yes. you were new okay. to it. I was, I was playing it yes. dumb, but I knew you were new. Well, Is yes, it, it really less than a year? It no, it's been ago. two years. Um, okay. So <laughs> Still, I though, grew up. Lord. Yeah. No, I know. And the thing is, I've always been willing to watch it. I grew up in a family where I was the biggest nerd. 
My nice. family will tell you. Welcome I to loved our family. Wizards. <laughs> I loved vampires. I loved sci-fi movies. Were my go-to. Like as a kid, Sharknado and stuff like that. I loved it. Just because it was. <laughs> well, I'm gonna weird. be honest. That makes me feel old. She that, just that said, was, as a kid, Sharknado. Well, I wasn't guys, a kid. I was a teenager guys, when Sharknado okay. came time, out. It's Thank time God. the listeners find <laughs> out. I have a child bride. No. <laughs> it's time everyone knows Haley, actually 13. <laughs> yeah. yep. Sorry, guys. Yep. Real-life cannibal, 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved all those, like, all of that. But I just didn't have a family. My parents watched westerns. I was a farm kid. So my parents That sounds didn't so watch... much like Star Wars. Was it a I moisture know. farm? Yes. Well, that's the thing. Now was it I've John seen Wayne it, westerns? And I'm like, because my, parents... my mom was the same. Yeah, my parents would have actually enjoyed it. I mean, probably not. But <laughs> it is essentially a western. And I went to college, told people that I had never seen it. All my friends. And then it became like, oh, legend. My... It really was. Did you hear and that I girl always... that's never seen Star Wars? It was. She's 13. They would introduce me. <laughs> She's 13. <laughs> they would introduce me as that 13 year old weirdo, college girl that's never seen Star Wars. Perpetually 13. She's like never Doug. She's like Doug Funny. <laughs> Just Weird, perpetually 13. Weirdly enough, that's what happens to you in life. If you've never seen Star Wars, you stop <laughs> Just, aging at 13 until you started. see Star Wars. <laughs> and yeah, then I you can, right up then two you can years continue ago aging yeah. past the yeah. age of 13 once you've seen Star Wars. Oh my God! That's what happens. That's facts, guys. Don't fact check it. It really That's real. is. Like, do your sh- your kids a favor. They'll never finish puberty if you they don't let them will. watch Star Wars. I didn't Wars. get boobs until two years ago. And then all of a sudden, it was like, whoa, where'd these come from? Yep, it was wild. <laughs> Thank you, Star Wars. <laughs> yep, Star Wars. <laughs> so, so I met Q and told him about my. My handicapped. And <laughs> we ended up spending an entire day watching the first trilogy. Because it's me. Yeah. yeah. So like, we watched so all of them. With I, I didn't even react to that. I'm like, between. yes, yeah, yeah, that sounds normal. I was like, that so we right. must remedy this immediately. Yeah, I almost so did, did that with Amanda in the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> Oh I was God. like, oh, hello, young child. Let me take you under <laughs> my wing my and house. we'll watch this together. And then all of a sudden, after the first two movies, I looked over and she was a fully blossomed woman. <laughs> and I said, and I was I, like, please I was come like, to my house and watch Star Wars. I have candy. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's how he got me that's into how I, that it. That is how I got and it. And then I got booze after the first two movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you were immediately 21 at that point. Um, exactly. Well, so, Haley, let me ask, because I, I, this is very interesting to me. As someone who's grown up with Star Wars, I know nothing but loving Star Wars. And so that sort of, I guess, in a way, puts me at a disadvantage to look objectively at some of these. What did you think of it coming to Star Wars as basically an adult? Like, did you like them? Where did you land on them? Yeah, I really enjoyed them. So we're talking talking OG3. Yes, Yes. absolutely. So the first three, your experience after watching them was... Very enjoyable. I will say that we went through them all in one day, so, and we really haven't, we've only kind of gone back and watched occasionally, we'll watch one. Sure. So I couldn't tell you which episode is which because my experience, my memory is just all through. Oh, that's totally fine. I can handle that part. You just tell me what's happening and I'll tell you which episode. Okay. We we got you covered. The rest of us got you covered on that. But, um, 
like, moving on from that, I'm still asking Q to watch the prequel trilogy, and he's just like, okay, someday <laughs> we'll get, when I want to. We'll get, yeah. we so get, you'll, we'll get there. You'll see where my priorities lie. She comes she, to me, and she's like, I've never seen Star Wars. I was like, we must watch all of them in one day. And then she's like, hey, I'd really like to see the prequels. I'm like, we'll get to it one day. <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> eventually. Yes, but we will move to California eventually. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, but we've watched, like, we're about to finish Mandalorian. Oh, um, oh so good. So, Man. Yeah, we just watched the third to last episode and we we're saving the, the last two. Okay. Holidays kind of got in our way. So love those. We let me let me tell you Bill guys. The Bill Burr episode. The, oh, the Bill. That was the most surprising cameo to me in the whole series. And, and I've told this to other people. Bill Burr just seems like a person that would have made fun of me for watching Star Wars in high school. He's the sharpshooter guy. And then he was yeah. in it. And that feels weird. He's a stand-up comedian. Oh, He's great, really? though. Who's, like, known oh, for being, like, an, an angry... He was also in Breaking Bad. Whoa! Right. Yes, I do know him. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him. He He's also has an Bad. animated show on Netflix called F is for Family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that his show? I did yes, not that is know his that show. It's about him. his dad, basically. Yeah. But Ron that's Perlman's crazy. in that episode, also good. Um... I will say though the last two like you're in the str- you're in the run right now that I think is the strongest of the whole show. I love the Mandalorian but the middle of the season was a little like episodic, you know, Hercules going around solving problems in different townships, but the sure. last yeah. three so good. Okay, I will say I kind of like that. I enjoy the story and the like suspense building and the fleshing out of worlds. Oh, I love the world building that show does. I think it's almost the strongest in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was awesome. And then for Christmas, after we put the kids to sleep, I told Q that I wanted to smoke a little bit and watch the Christmas episode. Oh, Lord. And man, (laughs) did we try to watch that Christmas episode. Oh, my. I think I've never made it more than 20 minutes. I'm, I think I mean, we made it a good 35, 40 minutes. And I was just like, man, I cannot watch any more of this weird, like, <laughs> no, it's it is like a, it's a bad she was acid like, trip for she sure. She was like, I don't think there's enough stuff for me to smoke on the planet that yeah. would make this enjoyable. Like, it was yes. enjoyable, am, but no, it I'm wasn't enjoyable in a way that I could follow no, it. It's it was enjoyable like, only because you're like, I know who these characters are. That's it. Guys, yeah. it was it but was like, the exact we, same feeling I had watching Cats last weekend. Guys, oh, did you see that? see that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Is it really terrible? Did. Guys, you ready for this? You guys, don't, you guys don't know I'm about this. I get really sad because I love that musical. All right, you don't know this, but I've got a, Chris, a belated Christmas present for you both. Yes? I went and saw Cats with my daughters, yeah. and we recorded an episode reviewing Cats <laughs> afterwards. No, really? So yes. I have, and listeners out there, one day when you Ooh. least expect it, Jay and I are going to drop this episode on you. Of our Ooh. review of cats, that, it may be it may be this year, it may be next year, it may be out three of years box. from now. Ooh. It's gonna be when it becomes a cult classic. But we but we have it locked and loaded, Jay. A a solid hour long conversation with two preteens who have no concept of what cats was or the <laughs> oh, musical God. that existed. <laughs> Oh my God! As of now, it's in the high five vault. But I'm gonna I, tell that you, sounds to me like a perfect Patreon. I'm gonna drop. tell you, we all had, we all had uh, uh, cat names that we came up with, and somebody's cat name was Fish Teeth the Garbage Cat. So, <laughs> oh my God. I'm just saying, that's a little teaser preview for you. Old that fi- 
that cue sounds like you know we've been talking about doing a Patreon this year. That sounds like a special that we need to launch I, that Patreon. I, I think so. I think so. It's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I will say I listened to it and. I didn't understand what was going on. That's amazing. And then that I, sounds like what happens I in the movie. And then I asked them, yeah, and then I asked them, so I don't know what that means. And they were like, uh, we don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, my gosh. Our next door neighbor is actually one of the, um, was it the original touring group for Cats? What? I don't know if it was what? original. I don't know if it was original, but there, she was in the touring Broadway. She was Broadway. one of the touring what? group of, of, Cats. of Cats. Yeah, she's a professional dancer, and she just got done doing Mamma Mia like a yeah. couple weeks ago. But yeah, she was in one of the touring groups that did Cats. Off Broadway. Off Broadway, and she's amazing. Yeah. So are you guys So she's like real upset that the movie's not upset. great. <laughs> You're not going to invite her to go with you to Cats? Probably. I want to go see it with her. She's oh, a celebrity. Yeah. You could probably get in for free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Malco Cinema, do you know who this is? <laughs> She's a dancer. <laughs> You've seen her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I, she's one of the cats. All I got to tell you is wait. there is so much to unpack about that movie. I okay. can't wait. Speaking to of hear cats it. and how confusing it is, back on to. The Star Wars Star Christmas Wars special. Episode. Yes. yes. Did you okay. make it to the Boba Fett cartoon? There's a Boba Fett cartoon. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't, not, think, I don't think Haley. I don't think, think Haley made it that far. At the hologram circus. Hologram <laughs> circus, man. I stopped and I was like, "What? It, no, we stopped after it because after that I was like, okay, they've got to start speaking English now. <laughs> no, and no, it you, was no, like another five minutes. Yeah, not so at all. So it's literally the first 20 minutes of that holiday special. No one speaks English. It's literally just... <laughs> subtitles? No, no subtitles. No subtitles. Wait, there's not? No, you just have to infer what is being Which said by the way that they're like. like, no, fuck this. I, I just, can't watch this. I just have subtitles I mean, in my mind. I know what they're saying. I, mean, <laughs> I speak yeah. Wookiee. I'm like Han Solo. No. That's true. Right. No, and I get that. And it would probably be more fun if there was more people that would help. Oh, it's a dialogue. group watch for sure. Like, it's a it, troll to yep. the room type of group watch like it's yeah. more fun like when there's a huge amount of people that can laugh at it with you so okay. wait is that before or after the bar scene with the golden girls that's before okay so the you didn't even get to it? that she didn't no, get to that I didn't. she didn't get to the, the Arthur uh, plays the bartender on Moss Eisley in a scene she, she also okay. didn't get to didn't the to the sexy oh, wait, prostitute hologram for the grandfather right 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 the, the, the yeah um Guys, if you had made it to the Boba Fett. For those listeners who don't know, all of these things we're listing right now, real. Real, totally in that holiday special. Like like Harrison Ford said in The Force Awakens, it's all true. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, if to tie it back to The Mandalorian, though, if you had gotten to the Boba Fett cartoon, they introduced that big, long spear gun that he has. You see oh, that cool. that's like a Mandalorian oh. weapon. So, I don't know. Okay. That's that's me tying it back to that so we can get back to the the OG sure. trilogy. Um well, so ultimately loved it all to the point where I'm not giving up on that holiday special. I will eventually get through it. It will just take multiple it, holidays, here, I'm sure. You got to yes. work yourself up to it. Here's a little test yeah. for everybody. You watch the two Ewok movies first. Caravan of Courage and Battle of Endor. That's Those your lube. Are, though that's slightly <laughs> less terrible. 
Um, and See, so, I like those movies. Exactly. So you can watch them. They're enjoyable. And you kind of work yourself up to the holiday special. That's that true. That annoying little okay. blonde girl that gets sick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wilford Brimley talking about diabetes on, <laughs> talking about his space diabetes. And yep. then you've got that Get weird, like. Get out of here, like, my space <laughs> That weird <laughs> Kong. You gotta go and hurry it over. He walks in, God damn, I don't want to cards around her. There's a, there's like <laughs> a giant bunny creature. Yep. There's well, like there's that weird like monkey or, one yeah. that like has yeah. like puts everyone in cages. Right. Oh, that's Caravan of Courage, I believe. Is that Caravan the one of with the with all it's the cages? Been so long since I've seen I don't know. They all blend together. It's got that magic. The little Ewok comes out. He's got that little magic like uh, egg rock, you yeah, know, and it and it like shakes open and it's like going through the sand and it's like what the fuck is going on here? That's yeah. about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And just like I think those I just movies did for the Star Wars like universe. <laughs> It killed the conversation about Star Wars for another 10 years until the prequel yeah. trilogy came out. Everybody's like, and we're done with Star Wars for a little while. You know what? We need a break. Yeah, let's just, listen, it's not you, but it's you. So, listen, Star Wars, it's not you, but it's your friends. Right? Like, it's the friends that you brought. I, lo I love you, Star Wars. I love you. The holiday special was like the first time that your boyfriend yells at you in front of your family, and you're like... <laughs> And you're like, mm, okay, that was pretty out of line, but I may let it go. So then comes the Caravan of Courage and the Ewok adventure, and that's like when you find out that your boyfriend's been cheating on you with your best friend the whole time. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it turns out we're going to go on a break for a while. I don't. It's not that I don't love you, but we can't be around each yeah, other right it's now. It's not that I don't love you, but you have to stop fucking my best friend. <laughs> All right, so anyway, that's the truth of the situation. So... Yeah, it's a weird thing about the uh, Star Wars universe as a whole. Um, and Haley, you this is new knowledge to you. So, um, but basically, the it, it kind of ebbs and flows. It's it's weird. So the rabid fan base who have been like fans since the first movie came out, right. they never lose interest. Like they're constantly in a state of just like I love Star like Wars, all things Star Wars. Give time. me all of it. Sure. There were book series and expanded right. universes Isn't and there video like games Wookie, and like language books. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, to me, by it's kind of like how Star Trek fans have right. whole Klingon language. Absolutely, books. that's fascinating. And I'm gonna say that I admire that the most, and that is the appeal and why I wanted to watch it. Oh, agreed. and why I want to continue watching it because I'm so fascinated on how it's grown. For sure, how it's evolved. But it's also, like, not always been the best. Exactly. It, but it's also yeah. always been loved. Exactly. It's wild to no me. matter No matter what happens, the rabid fan base always loves it. But the, like, pop culture consciousness of Star Wars sometimes dips away. So, sure. like, you know, post um, uh, Return of the Jedi, it, and like we said, you had the Ewok adventures kind of in there. But post that, popular popularity, <laughs> like, waned severely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and and there wasn't really a lot of Star Wars talk. Of course, you still had the expanded book universe. You had right. video games that came out every once in a while, and so it kept the like staunch fans happy. But as far as pop culture awareness, it kind of slipped into the background. It was like ninety six, ninety seven when they re released them. Do you kind of remember when they did that like new push near like in the late nineties? Sure, when they sort of revitalized a lot of it. When they insisted on removing all of the stormtroopers' guns and replacing them with walkie talkies. Yes, the the, the what? It was when George happen. Lucas that was e. started. That was wow. E.T. 
But that did Essentially happen in the same. But yeah, like George Lucas went back and re-released them with all this new digital footage and he had edited in new monsters and there's yes. a scene that with I Jabba the Hutt that makes yes. no sense. I will say sense. I remember no I remember Q telling me about that and then watching it and thinking, Wow, this doesn't fit. This is like dated and then that so you, looks those weird. were the episodes. Have you seen both versions or a Q have you been able to show her the like the non No, I haven't I haven't it. I haven't been able to show her the de specialized versions. Uh, I've got them on uh VHS, them on VHS somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's but I've just never gotten rid of those VHS because I don't necessarily like the updates. But and that's the weird part is like the special effects while of the era of the originals, they still hold up. But when you put like shitty reboot style like effects in shitty CGI, it makes it worse. Yeah, somehow. it makes it worse. But did it look cool at the time? No, because that no, was new no. technology. Nope. No. I can tell you this: it was never a good example it, of ever that technology. It was a good idea. No. No. Oh. Nobody saw that in the theater when they released it, and they were like, now with new footage. Nobody saw that and was like, you know what? I'm really glad this happened. Nobody no. was. No. Like no. critics, nobody. Nope. Oh, Everybody nobody. was like, it looks like shit. I don't understand why, why you, would can't you do that? get them any other way. Because, because that's what Lucas wanted. Yeah, that's what Lucas wants. It's basically contractually obligated how, that they have to sell the versions that he wants. How would he say that, Jay? What would he sound like when he's um, telling them? Um, guys, I really think that these new special effects add a lot of value to to the stories. It's how I originally intended them. <laughs> we just and have to wait for him to die. How and we can get they're the gonna back. be forever? We're gonna no. Listen, I, I don't think I think it was because he's out. He sold it to listen, Disney. I think it's contingent. Much like much like can't. the uh, the holiday special, which no longer exists. The despecialized <laughs> but, um, but versions are also not gonna get, exist. Okay. Those Otherwise, are, are not if the, you don't they're, follow they're, my rules. Vision. You're not going to exist, okay? I'm going to shoot you with this walkie-talkie. Okay? <laughs> I, I am. And then Spielberg comes up, and he's like, yeah, what he said. <laughs> and everyone's oh like, calm God. down, Steve. And he's like, I didn't Jaws. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we remember. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. But you also did like some stuff that's like not great. Close Encounters. No, that one was, was great. Listen, Steven, you also did Crystal Kingdom Skull. of the Crystal Skull. So listen, we... <laughs> We both understand that you and George kind of go Agree to disagree! <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was awesome! <laughs> Aliens exist. It had its moments. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah. Oh, God. We're going to have to do a whole separate podcast on that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be called It Had Its Moments. <laughs> a, lengthy a lengthy discussion. About about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, let's do it. Yep. <laughs> Scrap our Star Wars All episode. Right, That's what's happening. Wait, this is now the news. Like we bombed Syria or whatever, and there's there it had its moments. Yeah, it, exactly. It had its moments. Uh, so so aside from the OG trilogy, uh, you know, popularity among pop culture waned. Then we were gifted or punished with we gifted with the uh, with the prequel trilogy, which right, was right, George right. Lucas's attempt at telling us a story that nobody was interested All in. Right. Uh, that's and the then, problem I'm having because I keep that's <laughs> well, All right. Yeah. You slander this a lot. I haven't seen it. Yeah. You're really trying to like push me away from even watching it. I am. You Listen, don't need to watch it. It's for your own good. But I would like good. to like experience it and take yeah. 
Well, away, I, I would training. like to experience what it feels like to murder a man and watch the light leave his eyes, oh, but it wow. doesn't mean that it's good for me. <laughs> <Jesus>. Or him. <laughs> or him. <laughs> mostly and listen, mostly listen, him. Haley, and, I, and I'll give you the best reason not to do it. Every time you watch a prequel movie, it tells Hayden Christensen that he's kind of a good actor, and that's not the <laughs> message that we need to send to our children in this day and age. God, I was hoping that you're going to say every time someone watches a prequel trilogy, an angel loses its wings. <laughs> oh my God! No, I made a Hayden Christensen. But that was much, that was so much better. But also, <laughs> let's be honest, JJ's still employing that dude. His voice popped up. In a very pivotal oh, right. scene in the newest movie. I know. So J- can I say, and, and before we get into talking about that movie, uh, what regardless of my overall opinion of the movie, that pulled me out of it so hard when I heard his voice. I was like, fuck you, Hayden. <laughs> fuck you, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> lay, loudly in the theater, I said that. My, and he was in there. He was like, hey. Listen, my biggest problem, how the fuck... Does Hayden Christensen become James Earl Jones? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my biggest issue. No fucking way. I don't care if you have a voice well, modulator. See, what happened was the lava destroyed his, his vocal, cords. vocal cords. Yeah. And, and made so him they, sound sexy as hell. Is no, that what you're saying? What they did is it it's was a, all he had left. Palpatine had downloaded a James Earl Jones voice modulator. Just the same way you can have like Samuel L. Jackson give you directions on ways. Right. They just downloaded the James Earl Jones <laughs> voice. Everything the light touches is where you should go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the light touches. Turns out it's a very operational. Turns out it's a very fucking confusing GPS voice. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, driver. Everything you see is yours. Wait, including that median? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, don't, but don't go to the elephant graveyard. <laughs> Stay away from there. Navigating around elephant, elephant graveyard. graveyard. <laughs> Remember who you, you are. are. But which way do I turn? Remember. Remember. No, don't leave me. Remember. <laughs> no, I would love this because if you go the wrong way, he would go, you deliberately disobeyed <laughs> Uh, and you put Nala in danger. I'm very and then he, you would, you'd, you'd like talk back. It's an interactive GPS program, and you're like, <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. You're not my father. And then he's like, I am your I, father, <laughs> Luke. I am your. It's like I'm not even Luke. And then you're like, no. <laughs> and then you just swerve into an embankment. <laughs> That's where I throw myself out of the car. <laughs> yep. So uh, as, as he, as Luke threw himself down the tunnel, and then Lando comes by and picks me up. <laughs> hey, how you doing, kid? I'm your cool Uncle Lando. <laughs> and possibly that black girl's daddy. Yeah. All right, so let's... One other black girl. <laughs> no kidding. That I had an issue with. Yeah. Well, we had made the joke a long time ago that what if uh, Finn, what if, uh, Finn is, is his son because he's the only other black person in the universe. For sure. And but they totally made that joke a reality by adding a character <laughs> that's his daughter. They're like, no, no, no. There's two black people in the universe. <laughs> but also, yes, one of them is Lando's, Lando's child. So uh, so let's talk about the J.J. Abrams trilogy. Let's talk about, about say, how that, that one. I would say we were gifted. 
You know, I will about agree. five years, five six years ago, we were gifted with J.J. Abrams coming back and saying, you know what, there was something magical about the first Star Wars movies being tactical and having real puppets. Let's do and that using again. Real special effects. Let's do that, including. Again. You know what? Keep the script. Let's just do it again. Yeah. Boys, all right. Listen, boys, full of the names. Boys, a girl now. All right. Whites is a black. (laughs) Whites, whites is black. (laughs) (laughs) And Han Solo flies an (laughs) X-wing. God, it's like J.J. Abrams just played Mad Libs with the first (laughs) Star Wars movie. There's like ups is downs, <laughs> ins is outs. We're just reversing it all. It's opposite day here in R2's Star Wars. Is B- R2's is BB's. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And Leia's is Luke's. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, all right. In all fairness, though, I remember going to see. I went and saw it with, with you, uh, Joey and Amanda. I went and saw... Uh, the new Star Wars Force Awakens when it came out. And it was... Okay, so let me back up. I saw... I've seen uh, sequentially all of the films in the theater. Obviously, I didn't go see the original trilogy when it came out, but I did go see it at the re-release. Upon our our lifetimes, a moving-going age. Sure. Seen them all. I saw saw all the re-releases when they came out. I saw the prequel trilogy when it came out. And I went with you guys to optimistically go see The Force Awakens. And I did a short review that I found on Facebook. It popped up in my memories um, about a month ago. Um, And I did a short review. And I essentially said that I thought that The Force Awakens both acted as a um, bridge from the old to the new but at the same time offered the new fans the same experience that the OG fans got when they went to go see Star Wars so it was almost like here here is your shot of at this. feeling yeah. what we felt back when we saw this and i can i can totally relate to that cuz i remember seeing that movie and um and having the like the thing that i love about a star wars movie the thing that i want out of a star wars movie is like the feel like the feeling you get watching a star wars movie of this is epic this is i'm connected to this and i did have the feels of that when i was watching force awakens yeah most definitely and, and that's why i you know i was a big fan of that one but i did have it and, and that was what sort of reminded me and let me know that we were back in the game like jj Got me excited again after I was really bummed out by the other three. Now, oh, I know. Now, I do want to know, Haley, as someone who didn't have that time period to wait between watching the originals and then watching The Force Awakens, for you, was it more of just like, oh, good, this is just more of the same? Yeah, absolutely, because I think it was, a, what, a week in between me seeing the original? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we started... Immediately, because they were on Netflix. Right. So I was like, all right, let's just start it. Let's just keep going. 
and well, so, and that's the thing is the 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 ability for you to do that to like go seamlessly into it and yeah. feel the same. Like that's one of the things that me and Amanda talk about with Force Awakens is that it just feels like you're watching a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I can say the same thing about the Mandalorian. I can say the same thing about Rogue One, but it feels like I'm watching a Star Wars movie. And I know that's intangible. I know that's vague, but that's really what yeah. I grade a Star Wars movie on. Is does this feel like I want to feel watching a Star Wars movie? Right. It, I agree. I've got. I like the sense of almost, well, I mean, obviously a space western. I enjoy that right. aspect. I don't want that to necessarily change. Of course, elaborate, give me more details, build the world a little, like, go farther with the world, give me more, like, planets and characters. <laughs> right, and, right. right yeah. So I love that. But essentially, I want the basics, which is what it was, which is just more content, which I enjoy. Yeah. There's a quest, and it's space, and it's exactly. fun, and it's silly. Yeah. I, and it doesn't take itself too serious with logistical congressional nonsense. See, and that's what Q has what told me about me the for? prequels. That's because we all know that you take yourself too seriously with congressional nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just making a joke, and I wanted Amanda to agree with me on this audio medium, so I was hoping she would give me a pleasant nod that the fans could communicate with. That's true. Uh, They'd be like, oh, Amanda backs his play. Yeah. No, no I didn't do that for you. Turns no, out, didn't. she didn't. No. <laughs> she disagrees. Shine. Turns out Amanda's favorite part of the Star Wars trilogy is the congressional hoopla that happens. <laughs> She's like I saw, what? I saw ET in there. I was happy. Oh, gross! No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just mix all the movies. <laughs> so okay, wait, okay. Go ahead. On. Before we before we continue, I just I, I happen to think about this, and I just I want to share this with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Just real quick, like the when the prequels came out. Okay, like I remember going to see them, and I was like feeling whatever about each one as they came out like there's you know little things <laughs> i like about, right. about them Sounds most right. things yep. i don't like right right, yeah, right. that okay. checks out so the third one came out okay uh revenge of the sith yep uh and <clears throat> i was on a church trip okay and everybody in my church trip wanted to go the movie that also came out at the same time <laughs> was monster in law perfect <laughs> with jennifer lopez oh sure Right, right, and, right. Um, oh, gosh, I forget her name. It doesn't matter. Kylo Ren. No. Oh, so anyway, great. so I bought a ticket. And like, so I was the only one that wanted to go see the Star Wars movie because everyone was like, <laughs> Star Wars is stupid. And I'm like, y'all are stupid. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Classic comeback, by the way. Yeah. So I bought a ticket to Monster-in-Law and sat through like the first half hour of that terrible movie so that I could get to the Star <laughs> Wars movie and then became even more disappointed. It's like, man, I got to like, go I back. I should have just stayed in the Monster-in-Law movie. Which is, Monster-in-Law was Which better. is honestly a fair response. Yeah. But I just thought that was a funny story I wanted to share with you. Uh, I agree. I, I think agree. everyone thought to themselves, whether they were watching Monster-in-Law or not, they all simultaneously thought while watching the prequel trilogy, hmm, I should I probably be watching, watching Monster-in-Law. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically Possibly. Monster-in-Law. Yeah. Or Monster House. Anything with a monster in it, really. Yeah. Uh, so, next question. So, we talked about... Uh, Force Awakens, which was basically yeah. uh, everybody's heard everybody talk about that movie to you know all ad ends. nauseum. Basically, yes. it's good. Most people universally agree that it's good, but they also universally agree that it is very similarly mapped to the structure of A New Hope, 
And, and we've yeah. agreed that we're kind of okay with that. Yeah, exactly. We're all pretty so, okay with it. <laughs> then we get to the, by far, the most divisive movie in the series, honestly. I would say it's yeah. more divisive than even the prequel trilogy, because at least the prequel trilogy, most people are genuinely or generally united. Most against people that agree series. on the side of the argument. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Last Jedi. I mean, even among you and me, Q, like yeah. that's the one that's one of the move one of the few movies that we just don't necessarily agree on. It it strongly divided where people fell on the Star Wars fandom. And I find it so interesting because I I, you know, Jay, you and I have an entire episode where we talked about um, both at that movie that Kevin Spacey got kicked out of. Do you remember that? <laughs> right. I don't remember what movie that yeah, was. Yeah, no, that all like, the money, all the in, money the in the world. Yeah. And we talked about that, and then we had a pretty lengthy discussion about both of our opinions of um, the, Last, uh, the Jedi. Last Jedi. And. I will say that I watched the movie again with Haley and she saw it for the first time and I saw it for the second time. And I will say it's, it was much less divisive to me. It was much less like, Ooh, I dislike this movie. And instead was like, Ooh, I'm fine with this movie. Like (laughs) I didn't like it, but I'm like, all right, like this is fine. There were a handful of key scenes that I still hold kind of like purposely felt like fuck yous to the franchise sure. which in a certain way kind of felt like a fuck you to the fan um but then again and we'll address the movies containing little fuck su- yous <laughs> subtle and not so subtle fuck yous in when we talk about uh the rise of skywalker but um Essentially, that was my biggest problem. It was when it tried to step into a ground where it was like, hey, hey, you like this? You think this is what's going to happen? Well, fuck your expectations. <laughs> this is what's happening. Right. Those were the times right. where I'm like, well, that was unnecessary. Like, I'd be fine with a nice, predictable Star Wars movie. Yeah. That's what I go to Star Wars <laughs> for. What, Not I to, got, like, you know, I challenge me. Yeah. But and honestly, I think that's ultimately where you and me differ on it is that I was energized by that. And you were like, hey, you said fuck you. And I was like, yeah, he said fuck me. And it's it just like a different reaction <laughs> to that. Um, and, you know, I know me and Amanda are both on the side of very much liking it. But like Haley, seeing it for the first time, not in the culture of the nation being divided about this movie. Where did you land on it for the first watch? I'm going to say I was very neutral because Q tried to get me to get on the hate train, definitely. <laughs> but I was just like, but I think that's why he came away because I kind of argued with him. I'm like, but wait a minute. And I would argue and he's like, yeah, you're probably right. I might be a little too harsh on <laughs> this. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I was I was neither like I loved it nor I hated it, you know? Right. Well, that's good. And well, I okay, I kept so, the story going and I enjoyed it. Definitely. That. Now, I'll, I'm going to use that as, a, as kind of a launching point because we ended the last episode talking a lot about our predictions of what Rise of Skywalker was going to contain. And then, Q, you had ultimately said at some point, you know, I'm excited that there, there's a possibility that Rise of Skywalker could actually make Last Jedi better for me by explaining some of the things, either positively or negatively. Sure. So now we have all seen Rise of Skywalker, 
and we're getting to the culmination of our conversation. Which is the thing that, that honestly was the culmination of this journey. Of the of saga. This, the the Skywalker, Skywalker saga. Saga. And that was... Uh, Do we want to uh, go around the horn and give each give our opinion of it? Yeah. Well, we got to tell like people just what a general it is first. One. It's the rise of Skywalker, guys. The rise. Episode nine. First dun, off, dun, dun, I will tell you, I puzzled dun, for a while dun, 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 dun. over what the hell <laughs> that title meant. And I honestly did not get what that title meant until literally the last like minute and a half of the film. And then I was like... <gasps> Uh, and also she did rise up off the ground (laughs) that is true at one point in the movie that is true true. so all right so yeah let's go around the horn and everybody kind of give just your brief first blush reaction to the rise of skywalker amanda you want to start us off i loved it i cried a lot (laughs) i did I did. You I, went. You got the Star Wars feels. You. you I got all the feels. I got uh, all the goosebumps. I got basically everything I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll um, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I was really happy with it. I mean, of course, there were little things. I mean, but that's. I mean, I'm human. Uh, I mean, come on. But I mean, yeah. As a movie, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. great. Yeah. Haley. I loved it as well. Again, like. Just like Amanda said, there were a few things that I was like, well, that seems like, okay, so just kill that person, move along. <laughs> oh, they found, they found, they got into a quicksand and they found that. Oh, that was convenient. I'm glad right. that happened. I felt like there were certain things that drove the movie that were a little too convenient. But <laughs> well, overall, I loved some it. Star Wars ex machina. Right, 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 right. But overall, loved it and I thought it wrapped up questions i really enjoyed it nice all right well q you want me to go yeah all right so i'll be the one that's it's a little different i guess so far i i feel about it two ways if i sit and watch it as a fun popcorn movie a spectacle a star wars movie it's it was fine sure it was fine it was good it was enjoyable so you're I saying liked a if lot you about watch it. it as the as a star wars movie so basically if you watch it as intended <laughs> yeah it's like it gave sure. me what I wanted. It was fun. It was enjoyable. The more I dig into it and the more I question some of the narrative choices or the logic behind it or some of the things that I, just like you, Q, were talking about Last Jedi, there were a couple things that stick in my craw about it that if I dig too deep, I start to get upset. But on the surface, I thought it, I, I enjoyed it. It gave me a lot of things that I wanted. Um, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not upset at where we where we ended. It was just sort of for me, fine. Sure. Interesting. Q. Um, I fucking hated it. Really? It was. Garbage. We're all over the spectrum. No, I'm just kidding. I fucking loved it. Oh, you're okay. the odd man like, out. How did you? Hate you are the odd man out. I am uh, the only. No. One. And, and listen, I'm not going to try and convince anybody that I that 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 I'm right. I I I I love I love loving Star Wars movies. Sure. But but my ultimate thing was I didn't have, and what I mentioned it earlier, that exact feeling. I knew they wanted me to feel that way about it, but I just wasn't there all the time as much as I wanted to And be. that's fair. I think part of your problem, though, is, and I'm just going to make this statement, Do it. is that you have this obsession with always trying to predict <laughs> or know how a movie is going to go 
like before you watch it. Like it, our entire Un- relationship. Like you caught on to Sixth Sense. Very like, accurate. Like right, like first ten minutes of the damn film, <laughs> and leaned over in the movie theater and ruined it for me. Like, sorry. I mean, it's just like, but that's just like your personality. So. When the movie I get started, it. and you, because like we talked about it on the way to the movie theater, and you had all these predictions, yep, and you yep. were like, okay, I think this is the, how the movie's going to go, and it's going to do this, this, and this. And like, you were about 90% accurate. <laughs> I was close. I, I got you a lot. You were really accurate. And a lot of it was what we talked about, Q, on the last episode. Um, there were a few things that you got wrong. I mean, of course. Whatever. All but over the place. Every single time you would get something right and it would happen, you I'm, would like hit me on the arm and go, see, see, see. I got excited. So I think that kind of kills it for you when you're right. No, I love, no, I love, I love, I do love being right. I, no, you're I know totally you love right being right on that. But, that's, <laughs> but, but that takes away from that, you know, um, surprised joy of sure, a film. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and I totally, I so, totally can understand. So that. it's essentially how I felt with Knives Out. Like, yeah, actually, and we still haven't seen that, but yes, that was how you okay. kind of described it. You yeah. were like, I knew what they wanted me to feel, but I sort of got what they were doing ahead of time and yeah. therefore didn't enjoy it yeah. like they wanted me to. So, essentially, um, I I can agree with you on some aspects. There's definitely, I mean, there's no question that this movie was designed to tie up as many loose ends as possible and please as wide of an audience yes. as possible. Yes. Now, I there's kind of two ways of thought that I think this can be looked at. One is they could have done something that challenges the medium, that challenges its audience. Um, but J.J. Abrams did that with his show Lost, and the audience turned on him in a rabid rabid fan base kind of way he decided to do something super out of the box with the end of that series and i'm not championing the end i fucking hated (laughs) how that series ended i didn't get past season but but my point is is he decided oh well i don't have to give answers to everything that's not what people need people just want like some sort of like mysterious crazy thing and they turned on him. And they turned on no, him. No, because we want super answers. viciously. And yeah. so I think he learned that when you have something that is as widely loved as Star Wars, the only play to finish out the core tr- series of films is to try and appease as large of a swath of that fan base as you can. Because now Disney and Lucasfilm has the freedom to go, okay, now that story's done, guys. We never have to talk about it again. Now we can get as weird as fucking we want to, and nobody can say shit. But I think they were absolutely 100% beholden to that original, you know, core character arc that no matter what Star Wars product people are given everybody's like ooh, but how does this relate to the skywalker saga like even with mandalorian before uh, the rise of skywalker came out everybody's like ooh, baby yoda or ooh, maybe it's actually boba fett and it's like man can't we just have like a story that involves the same races of people without right and it's not this like not everybody has to be related and they're like look Listen, not everybody has to be related. Yeah, that's Lando's daughter, and yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but we're trying to explain to you guys not everybody has to be related. 
So it is like, I, I feel like I admire that. I feel like it was a really big ask of anybody. No, and, and I agree. It was, it, it, the, my whole stake on it is, is not so much, and I agree with everything that you said, Q. I really do. And, and honestly, that's why I said when I think of the movie watching it in that sense, I did get a lot of what I want, and I did like it. You know, one of my issues with Lost is that I don't think, and it didn't feel from the writing that J.J. had planned out where it was going to end. Sure. And so when he got there and started doing that weird stuff, it felt all over the place because it kind of was, at least in my opinion. And there was, uh, there was some of that that was here. But honestly, my biggest thing about it, when, when I say I didn't get the feels, is I felt the mechanics of it. And I think some of that was like the obvious fuck you to the other movies or Last Jedi specifically. <clears throat> but another element was that is I felt like there were elements of it that were missing teeth or that were missing vitality that I wanted. And like a specific example, and I know this is going to sound terrible, but Chewbacca should have died. Oh, I agree with oh, that. Oh, I'm going to be real. I agree. Or at least not have been like, and he's fine, like well, two that, minutes and that was later. I at least never, leave it to the end. I never for a second thought he was dead because there's no way a character that big is getting taken out that unceremoniously unless it's going to relate to her negative guilt about being a Palpatine, which they did not set up. And so the fact that they brought him back was just, oh, it was so toothless. And then to give him the medal from A New Hope, it's like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Like, have him die and then put the medal on the coffin. Jesus, that, but that's, but here's the problem. That's too dark for the fan base. That's true. No, it would, would, we would be weeping if, if there was a, a, like, if there was a wonderful scene of Chewie's grave and they put the medal on there. But they've already done that with Han. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Like, that's you, true. You can't go through and just straight up fucking murder all of your main characters and be like, "Yes, yeah, you fucking yeah, can. you like Han they Solo. They did exactly that. He's Han, fucking dead. Luke, Leia, C-3PO's memory should have been gone. It should not have come back. I will agree I with agree that with too. That, that too. was also a weird thing. They made a whole plot yeah, I point. Do, toothless. I do agree that. And they the have left sad him moment, gone. they're like, "He's like, I'm looking at my friends." And then, well, what a great way to go. Right. And what then, a great. Awesome, and he's then the rest of the movie, he's brave... hilarious, and it, and he stays hilarious. Right, he's doing a brave act to save his friends, and then yeah. he just gets it back. But once again, I think uh, those those things are those are ancillary characters on the scope of what actually happened. It's the same effect for me as the Last Jedi, except the Last Jedi dealt with major characters and. I mean, I don't see any difference than when uh, Leia got blown outside of a spaceship in a coma, and then by the end of the movie, she's totally fine again. Like, it... Joey and I have fought over that scene. I can't even tell you how many times. The science works. That's all I can say. No, I'm saying even even without the science, talk about... Everybody hails The Last Jedi for having teeth and bite, but that's one of the biggest, like, like... If you're gonna do that, kill her. Like I agree. Have I, that, and I said that about last year. Have that, that be have the dramatic song. impact. Yeah. is mm-hmm. because that that would have been such a beautiful end send off. Yeah, and especially like a Viking funeral. And they could have kept it exactly the same way. Kylo goes in to kill her and struggles with it, and then all of a sudden another pilot comes yeah. in and kills his mother, and now he I'm just has to that. live with the fact of would I have killed her? Like. Yeah. Would I have done, like that creates such an I love I would have loved arc. that to be honest. 
And I now I do have a question. Um, as fellow Star Wars fans, is it my understanding that in the Rise of Skywalker, when everybody thought Leia was dead, she was actually not dead, and in fact, she was in a deep Jedi meditation that was sharing her life force with Kylo Ren. Therefore, when he died, that is when she disappeared. I just, I don't think they thought about because, it that deep. I just think they thought yeah. it was more meaningful. But don't that she you think it's odd that she didn't yeah. disappear immediately I very upon much think dying? Odd. Yeah, I very so much then think it's it odd. The, odd. The way I took it was that she gave her life force to him to be able to survive to pull off what he ended up pulling off. And I, then I don't think the died. movie's telling you. I don't think the movie indicates that. I, I think that's you looking for a way to make that make sense. And I love that you're doing that. And it's and I think it could be there, but it's not in that movie. Yeah, but ah. it was weird that she disappeared. I mean, Jedi's I think that's what they were trying she to communicate. Disappeared earlier. Well, she that's what I'm have. trying to communicate yeah. is I think it was that she wasn't dead. That's why I think it was. That's why everybody that was like, yeah. you can't go see her body. Because people I were think, even asked, they're like, "Let me go see her," and they're like, "No, you can't." Poe Dameron talked to her for a while. No, when not when she was dead. Uh -huh. Yeah, not, like, yeah. He, had that whole, he was like, sitting I'm there. He's like, "I'm not ready for this. How can I be like you?" And she's sitting there, and he's talking to her dead corpse. Oh, it's like four minutes that. of that. I don't yeah, yeah. he's got the blanket somehow. over her and everything. I think she was sitting there, like not willing to die until she figured out what the fuck Dominic Monaghan was doing in this movie. He was the mole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Not not Dom Hall Gleason. Oh, the dude Monaghan. from Lost. From Lost. Yeah, Dominic Monaghan. I don't the know. The guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, who knows? Who he knows just, what he was doing in this movie? He was just kind of there. There was some definite interesting... I will say this, and I know they've been like... Uh, what's her name? Kelly Marie Tran has yeah. been getting so Rose's much character. support... For the fact that her character was cut out of this movie, but I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't think she honest. needs a Disney Plus show. But I she's... think her character shouldn't have been in the last movie. I feel like her character was so shoehorned in to the Last Jedi, it was impactful enough of her, like you know, her sister died, and she's the one that confronts Finn and makes him feel like shit for being a coward, and she helps him see the error of his ways. But then there was like a very weird, like kind of shoehorned romance in that movie which felt weird and forced and then by the um, end the of the movie felt weird and forced yeah. and then by the I end like of the movie she's gone again Ray. and then in this movie she's gone well, yeah see, okay i mean i really liked her in the last I, I also i'm also fine with her character i really liked her it's i thought that, she but i'm fine with her character that's table. her thing I, I do feel that the the romance was forced um i felt like if she, I don't know, it's weird how I feel about it for Rise of Skywalker. I'm kind of with you. Like, she either should not have been in the movie or should have been a bigger part of the movie. Well, like, like Lando, it just, it you know, weird. like right. in the in the OG trilogy, Lando is introduced, like, near the end of Empire and then becomes a big part in Return of the Jedi. It's just like you'd be, she'd like, be on screen and be like, oh, remember this girl? You can introduce new characters. Yeah, you but, saw yeah, her in the last movie. Yeah, you remember her? <laughs> Hey, and and no, no, Finn's not gonna tell Ray he loves her. Uh, he he loves Rose, but she's no, kissing on Chewbacca. No, I'll tell you what I wanted but can so we talk bad. About I told Finn's like aggressive big brotherness, like 
for a second, like his constant like following Ray. That's his thing. Like, dude, back the fuck off. I agree. He should hang out with Rose. More. Like, it was annoying. <laughs> as as her, his big brother. I took it as he kind of followed her like a lost puppy. Yeah, that's how no, I. No, he was like, I can't too. leave her alone. I have to save her. I have to follow. Like, dude. She can handle her shit. She, like, she back totally up. Like, I think that's the like soldier part of him. Like he was a soldier, so he felt like he was a he custodian. Was, <laughs> he was fo- well, that's true. But he was following her, and she was leading him. So he wanted to be pretty much following her in any know, way, just, shape, or form. Really obsessive. Uh, no, oh, I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, I took it. I, I will say that uh, my biggest thing was. When he kept saying that I have something to tell you, oh, yeah, and I'm going to be honest, weird. I'm going to be so honest here, and I know that this puts me in a very specific sect of fandom, I was really, really hoping the misdirection would be everybody thinks that he's going to tell her that he loves her, but instead he's going to say, how do I tell Poe that I love him? Yes. That honestly, <laughs> that I, that I'd have been so... Said. On board with I that. I genuinely that thought that was going to yes. be. And I will say this, and I know that there was. Better con- movie. There was that con- would have been a better movie. I know that there was conversation that J.J. Um, Abrams, after the final cut of the film was locked in, went back like a month before the release and cut like another 25 minutes out of the movie. It feels like that, to be honest. It does. This, that's, that through line in particular where Finn cu- keeps arriving at a situation where he's like, I've got something to tell you. And then somebody else brings it up and is like, hey, so what was that thing you wanted to tell her? And then he's like, don't worry about it. The fact that that literally gets dropped like completely with no resolution just makes it stick out that much more as like, that's really weird that they kept saying this thing and then never addressed it again. It's like that edit that we talked about in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes. where it's just like Timothy Oliphant, no hat, Timothy Oliphant hat. And you're just like, like well, that's weird. Weird? Right. Yes, like- it stands out. And then the fact that, like, yes, they followed it up and said, oh, he was going to tell her that he's Force-sensitive. Well, yeah, because I remember sitting in the theater, and the movie ended. I looked at you, and I it's said, like, what but was- what did he want to say? Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and, like, the fact that they have to tell us in, like, Oh, no, read the novelization and you'll get it. It's like, no, 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 I went to the theater to get it. Right. right. I didn't pay money to not have that A answer. complete story. I have to and go lo- and, and, and listen, find out. I, I'm a big fan, you know, like Star Wars Rise of MacGuffin, but like Knife to Wayfinder to Crushed Wayfinder to New Wayfinder to Exicle, to Icicle. Like, let's let's move this. Let's, let, I didn't need that dagger. Right. And that was the other part was like a lot of the stuff felt – kind of nonsensical in a way but at the same time i was i it did the same thing for me that the force awakens did somehow they got me moving forward at such a breakneck speed in the movie that none of it bothered me until after the movie like right. during and the, the and movie i, will say I was true. captivated and i was like i will say this that is, is amazing and emotional true. and oh and, my god and that's what i meant at the beginning of when i watched it i was into it but afterwards when i started thinking about it and picking at it 
I kept being able to pick away at it, and I had to stop. And I had to be like, no, I just want to like this. Sure. I want to enjoy where I was. I'm going to stop picking at this wound. So so that's a, that leaves us at a very interesting uh, crossroads, and I think a perfect way to wrap up this episode um, and to Which bring us Which has been great, into... by the way. Amanda, Haley, thank you guys. Before we get into this Oh, my God, mode, so much. Thank you for joining us and, and being willing to share in our Star Wars nerddom. Oh, well, yeah, oh. anytime. So, uh, anytime. So I think, A, it's time to list. This is where we make a list. A list. Three, two. List. All right, so now that we're going to list, B, I think we're going to do lists a little bit different this go-round. Yes, because, okay, there's... And Q, you and I know we'll never agree on ranking the Star Wars saga nope. between the two of us. We just won't. And that's fine. And we love each other and nope. our therapist does Because you okay. insist on putting the holiday special at number one every single time. And I will never and agree with that. <laughs> I'm always going to do it till the end of time. The end of life day. <laughs> um, but so Q, what, what, what do you think? Should we each give our own individual rankings? Yeah, and I think it's going to be a little bit different. Um, mainly because Haley, you're not allowed to rank the prequels, right? She can't rank the prequels. And honestly, because of her binge watching nature of the series, probably can't rank the episodes because she doesn't know where one starts and the other it's one is very true. So I'm going <laughs> to be just very ask us, honest. Be like, <clears throat> like which one is with the green lightsaber? That one's number two or whatever. Yeah, I think she's probably going to take a back seat on this one. I really I think... am. I'll try to do okay. it the next time we talk about it, but. I'll I'll do more research and prepare better, so, but I don't know if I'd be able to individualize each movie because yeah. they really all blend together. Well, okay, that that's totally fair. I uh, I concede I concede that the floor to to you on that one. Um, do you want me to start, Q? Yeah, go, I'd go say and... I'd say go ahead. All right, I'm gonna rank all nine. I'm not gonna go through this too fast, but. Um, it's easy in a, in a way for me because the trilogies kind of rank themselves. Okay. So for me, Empire Strikes Back, easy number one. Yep. It's my favorite. I think it's the best that across the board, great. Uh, a New Hope is my number two. It's just classic. It's brilliant, I think. Um, I struggle with number three. I want to say Last Jedi because I think it's a better movie. But sure. I honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, have more fun with Return of the Jedi. So Return of the Jedi is number three. Okay. Number four is Last Jedi. Number five is Force Awakens. Number six is Rise of Skywalker. Number seven is um, Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Eight is Phantom Menace. And then way down at the bottom is Clone Wars. Okay. Or Attack so of the Clones? My, Attack of the Clones, that's what I mean. Get it. Attack of the Clones, yeah. That's my rank. That's that's where I that's where I, I land. Like I said, the, the trilogies are almost stacked on top of each other and then the numbers are mixed up within. Interesting. Interesting. I would say that that's a pretty solid list. It differs from mine, but that's pretty solid. So right, Amanda, Amanda do you what go do you or got? Do you want Q? Q you go first. No, no, no. I'm going last. I say <laughs> I say I'm sorry. I'm saving it for the last. Okay. Well, I didn't know that we were going to do a list. That's okay. You can guesstimate. So, okay. I just kind of... All right. So, I think... It's so There's no wrong answer. It's just what you like. Right. I know. I know. Except don't get it wrong. 
Yeah, yeah, Jesus except, Christ, you know, except like Everybody like what on we the all like. Will judge me for my opinions. Listen, so. not everyone on the internet listens to this. My mom will judge you, but <laughs> listen, probably does that anyway. And not everything on the internet is forever. Oh wait, never mind. Yes, it no, is. it, it totally oh, wait, is. Uh, okay, so well, all right. Well, I struggled with one and two because I really do love Force Awakens and I love Empire Strikes Back. Mm. So, but right now I think I have Force Awakens as number one, Empire is number two. Uh, number three is Return of the Jedi. So fun. Really love Return of the Jedi. Number four is A New Hope. Uh, five, Rise of Skywalker. Six, Last Jedi. And then seven is the uh, Phantom Menace. Okay. Yeah, first one. Eight, Revenge of the Sith. And number nine is the Clone Wars. I just fucking hated it. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, the prequels are just at the bottom. Put them in any order you want. Kinda. Yeah, I mean, Clone, it's hard to rank the those because they're the just bottom. so bad. The others, put them wherever you want. I would say <laughs> that's very interesting. Cause Bend my, over, I'll show you. Amanda, I will say that uh, my list is much more in line with yours, I, I think. <laughs> really? I'll be uh, the odd man out, you, where do you yeah. land? So I'm gonna say my number one is Empire. It's it's, it's always so Empire. Yeah, it's, just, it's really good for me. For me, Empire. It's was, always been you. It's, it has always been you. Um, so my number one is gonna be Empire. Uh, my number two is gonna be A New Hope. Uh, just because for me that was the first that I, I actually mean, saw them in chronological order, and that's the one that like captured my that just opened that the had me from go. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I was it. it that had me from the three sons of Tatooine. I was so on board. So <laughs> I'd go Empire. I'd go A New Hope. Then I would go Force Awakens for me mm-hmm. um, because Force Awakens very closely followed that like wide-eyed right. imagination-stirring experience that I had with you A New the Hope. series like it did. Yep. Yeah. Something special about that. Then I would say Return of the Jedi after Force Awakens. And then after that, I would say The Rise of Skywalker. Then after that, I would say The Last Jedi. And then, like you had said, the last three are really just a choose-your-own-adventure. But <laughs> really, it it would probably go Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is the worst fucking it's Star so bad. Wars movie. I fucking well, hate that movie. The only reason I put Phantom above Revenge is because it doesn't have Hayden Christensen. I just love and watching Hayden Christensen get his fucking limbs chopped off. That's, that's like literally like, that's my favorite fair. part but of that movie. It's so tedious for the first two hours and 15 minutes to get to those last 10 minutes. Agree. Like it's, yeah. And he is so bad in it the acting is beyond in every situation he got this part in every situation i hope to have the high ground always before before we answer before we before we exit i want to ask you guys's opinion on something okay all right palpatine was he fucking before or after his scars (laughs) before uh before i don't know the prequels don't mention that at all and there's a lot of years in those prequels you saying wait what Palpatine? Oh, you're saying was he was he did he end he up had with a, a son. granddaughter? He had a son, yeah. and in, to, in order to be the same age as Ray, the years would have to be. He would have had a son the same time that Luke was born. Yeah, so he was he was so he already was fucking, fucking around fucked the time up. of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Now I honestly, my theory, if I'm being for real, I'm thinking uh, forceful impregnation. I was honestly hoping that they would tie like, it I to, think he's, he did that to Anakin. He's like he getting Anakin. his DNA and fucking injecting that shit all over the place to see like where it takes. Like Ego in I mean, Guardians I, I of the did, Galaxy 2? I, yeah. I mean, I did definitely want a little bit more explanation yeah. on, on that. But, <laughs> but man, uh, here, 
I, I know I kind of I know I was the the odd man out, but let me I'll say something very positive about Rise of Skywalker. It was beautiful. It was like I JJ knows how to make a scene. It, it was. It looked great. Everything felt so Star Wars. Like I said, I cried a lot. Yeah, and then. I did love the silent moment between Kylo and Harrison with the I love you, I know. Oh, God. So good. That ripped me apart. So good. Yeah, that was beautiful. I did have one question, though. The crowd in the... The crowd for Palpatine. No fucking clue. Oh, no. When they were singing, were they singing? I know they weren't, but it's it looked like... Because the background music... Almost was like they were a choir. Maybe. They were they were waving Plus back and forth. Were they so just a bunch of Palpatines? I took away. Well, I think it was like a cultish chant. I took or away. Were they the spirits of old Sith? Nope. I took away that they were Snoke clones. Because. That, that'd it, be cool if we could have seen that they were all Snoke clones. In a scene, toward, when, when you first get reintroduced to Palpatine, there are several floating water canisters. Yeah, there's a jar of Snokes that are housing Snokes. So I think that's just his I mean, army that, that he's rebuilt. But I will tell you, they were singing. Did you guys? Did, were, were you able to make out what they were singing? No. It it Stairway okay. to Heaven. Hold on. It it went like this. Are you ready? I'm gonna try to do my best interpretation of it. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at High Five the Podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching High Five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? (laughs) Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.